So let's do the citizenship quiz. Uh, write your answers down, Amy. Lunchbox, producer Eddie. Yeah. I have ten U.S. questions. Oh. If you miss it, you're eliminated. <laughs> this is just the worst. I love America, by the way. Me too. I would like to just start off by saying yes. we yeah, love I'm USA America. all the way, all the way. Red, red white, and blue. Red, white, yep. and blue. That's what I bleed uh, every day. Are you ready? Question number one. Grateful to be here. <laughs> yep. What's the name of the national anthem? Easy. What's the name of the national anthem? I'm in. In. Amy? I'm in for the win. Star Spangled Banner. Lunchbox? Star Spangled Banner. Eddie? Star Spangled Banner. Okay, good. Everybody gets that one. Mm-hmm. Who is considered to be the father of our country? I'm in. I'm in for the win. I'm in. Eddie? George Washington. Lunchbox? George Washington. Amy? George Washington. You're all right. Okay. That's level super elementary. Let's go to the first grade, though. Oh, boy. Okay. The first 10 amendments to the Constitution is called what? I'm in. I'm in for the win. (sighs) Hold on. I'm in. Lunchbox? Bill of Rights. Eddie? Declaration of Independence. Wow. Well, repeat the question again. No, you've already missed it. <laughs> I'm pretty sh- sure he, I don't Amy. know. Bill of Rights. Oh, brother. Hey, you've been eliminated. Wow. You're not a citizen. I do love America, though. Nope. It's okay that you don't. Adios. Yep. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Back Amy. to Mexico. Dang. Dang. <laughs> wow. You really good? Okay. <laughs> that was what do the stripes of the American flag represent? What do the stripes on the American flag represent? I'm in for the win. And Lunchbox. The colonies. Amy. The 13 colonies. Nice. Eddie, I'm so disappointed. I know. I knew that one. No, stop it. (laughs) I'm just saying. Just saying. At least you didn't say 10 commandments. What piece of land did the United States buy from France in 1803? What piece Wait, say of, it again. We're in like fourth grade now. What piece of land did the United States buy from France in 1803? What? What? Okay. I'm in. I'm in for the win. Lunchbox? I put Louisiana, also known as Louisiana Purchase. Amy? Louisiana. Wow. Woo! Stand uh, back, you. I would have accepted any of that. Louisiana Territory, Louisiana, Louisiana Purchase. Okay. Woo! <sighs> wow, good for you guys. Thank you. Yeah, who dat? How many U.S. senators are there? <laughs> this is the U.S. citizenship test. In. Got him. Please. How many U.S. senators are there? Amy jumping in quick. Maybe as an intimidation tactic, it's her lunchbox left. Oh, uh, let's see. How do you do as senators? Just come on. What do you on. mean? What? What is the other one called? No, don't don't talk about stuff. I'm in for the win. In. Amy. Hundred. Lunchbox. Ah, oh, there's only fifty states, so you got fifty senators. Well, one of you's right. Oh, oh boy. It's me. Oh, no. I know it. Oh, no. I know it's me. I know it's not. It's not just one. <laughs> <laughs> well, why wouldn't you have one from each state? Because you have two from each state. Two. Why? Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Amy is the winner. You get to be the most citizen of all. Um, so in the house though, it's all based on like you get more people like in Congress. Yes. Than, Those are representatives. Right, the representatives than than senators you get two. 
Like California has more people in House of Representatives than somewhere like Arkansas, where I'm from. Right. So, so who's in the House of Res- Representatives if it's not a senator? Is it just a... A member of Congress? Congressmen and women? Yeah, Congress. Oh, that's just what they're called? Yeah. yeah. Congressmen. Oh. Like, women. shout out, I had a, like in Atlanta, I had a congresswoman that was helping me get my kids. She was super nice. The, the House is population-based. And that is also based on the census. So when they do censuses, this is why it's important. So say like California, like I said, we have more people in the house than Arkansas. However, every state gets two. doesn't matter the population. Rhode Island gets two, and so does Texas. Mm-hmm. Senators. So do we elect those people, the senators? Uh, everything's yeah. elected, yeah. Cool. I didn't know if they were appointed. No, the judges are appointed for, um, on a federal level. A lot of judges are appointed. Some are elected. Man, but I'm going to check out who my senators are. Okay. Mom, apologize to them. All right, Amy, you're the one tonight. Thank you. Hey, don't forget, if you have animals and fireworks are going off, like, take care of them. They're going to be scared. Don't leave them in the backyard. Just make sure that if you have pets and they're going to hear fireworks, they're taken care of, you know? Yeah. You with me? Mm-hmm, totally. We talked about this in yesterday's show, too. But uh, listen, 4th of July is awesome. But for the animals, sometimes it's tough. I'll say this, too, about 4th of July. The iHeart Country 4th of July barbecue is happening tonight, which is the third. So it's happening tonight. It's the iHeart Country 4th of July barbecue presented by Lowe's tonight, 8, 7 central on the CW. Listen to these performers. Lauren Elena, Old Dominion, Kane Brown. So they'll be performing. I'm hosting from my back from my backyard. And Lowe's came and hooked it up and did some cool stuff. Um, grill. There's a grill. It's cool. What was cool too was they made a bunch of fake food for it, except it wasn't fake food. It was real food. Oh. So they, they grilled a bunch of food and then I got to eat it. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. I didn't have to pay for it either. <laughs> yeah. So you'll see that. Um, yeah. Everybody's going to be home. So 4th of July, most, most of us stay at home, watch the show. It'll be on tonight, the iHeart Country 4th of July barbecue presented by Lowe's. Tonight, 8. 7 Central, only on the CW. It's it's going to be fantastic. And take care of those animals. And Eddie, don't be a hero with the, with the firecrackers. I'll no, try not to. Blow a hand off. I'll be safe. All right, there you go. The Bobby Bones Show. I was reading Dr. Oz, and his quote is, breakfast is a ploy. What do you think about that? Oh, I, I agree. I think that we've been told for a really, really, really long time that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Do you know that comes from a cereal advertisement? Well, see, yeah, marketing at its finest. What? Which is a lot of what we believe. Yeah, it's not science. It's cereal. Really? Saying back in the day, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. I didn't know that was a slogan. Dude, that got me my entire life. Well, we've always just heard it. And went from that to... And then what do you eat for breakfast? Probably that cereal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't actually probably the best way to start your day, but... So here we go. The line, breakfast is the most important meal of the day, was invented in the 19th century by Seventh-day Adventist James Caleb Jackson and Harvey Kellogg to sell their new invented breakfast cereal. Mm. So, guys, when you hear that, just know that's a commercial. You're doing a commercial. Oh, man. Uh, Dr. Oz is saying that in 2020, you should be canceling breakfast rather than thinking it's the most important meal of the day. Here's what he says, because it is uncomfortable for us to think that because we've been conditioned to go breakfast, lunch, dinner, nine snacks in the middle. For coffee, you know, there's right. all these things that we think if we don't get, it, we feel different. The famous doctor told TMZ that he's going to ban it this year, and that it's still an advertising ploy. His advice is to have your first meal of the day when you're hungry, rather than just having breakfast because you wake up and feel that you need to. So he's someone who says, "Hey, just go with what your body says more than what you're being told." For a lot of people, myself included, some mornings I don't wake up and I'm I'm not starving. Sometimes, especially if you eat late at night. 
But some people don't get hungry until midway through like morning, closer to lunch. So don't eat breakfast if you're not hungry. But it is a whole like culture thing with us. Right. Do you get hangry? Yeah. Yeah, see, I did too. That's why I can't skip meals like that. We don't have to skip you it, but skip just anything. be prepared so when you're hungry, you eat then. And you're already prepared, like you have it. Don't then delay it after that, because that's when the hangry sets in. But since I've been eating early as soon as I wake up my whole life, that's just what my stomach thinks I'm going to do every day. Yeah, but oh. you can break that, because I don't eat breakfast anymore, because I intermittent fast. Yeah. Well, now I do Fit 33 diet. Right, right, of course, of course. Especially if I have something to do where I don't eat for 16 hours. But I, you know, I have breakfast at nine. Yeah. But I wake up at four thirty, so your the first couple of days are pretty terrible. Right. But then your body's like, all right, cool. I adjust pretty quickly. And your body does a lot. It like repairs itself. Yeah. The body's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. The body's crazy. Yeah. Bobby Bones show. On with us now is Dave Winters, who is the president of the Intrepid Fall and Heroes Fund. We talk to Dave at least once a year. Dave, good to talk to you again. Thank you for having me back on, and it's great to talk to you. You know, every year we come, we kind of reset what the Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund does. So we have a lot of new listeners. Will you please explain to them what the Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund is for? Absolutely. We're a national nonprofit organization that's raising money to build treatment centers for American military personnel suffering from traumatic brain injury and post-traumatic stress. These are injuries that afflict hundreds of thousands of service members um, over the last 20 years, and, uh, and they have to be treated. And if they don't get treated, they can have all sorts of terrible effects on these uh, heroic men and women's lives. So we're building centers that are effective in treating them, and, and we, we're building a series of 10 of them. Uh, seven are already open and operating. Our eighth is uh, about to open. That's down in Florida. And we have two more to go. I know you guys at the Intrepid Fallen Heroes Fund have a relationship with Napa Auto Parts. Will you tell me about that partnership? Sure. We have a wonderful relationship with Napa Auto Parts going all the way back to uh, 2012. Um, every year they run a campaign to help us raise the money that we need uh, to build these treatment centers. Uh, and in those, in those years, they've, ra- they've helped us raise over $13 million. So it's, they're really amazing, wonderful partners, and I will, will sing their praises forever because they really care about our country. They really care about the men and women who serve, and they put their money where their, where their mouth is. And, and their store owners and their customers and their suppliers, everyone gets behind their campaign and really, really goes all out to, to help this important effort. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. I love a good animal wheelchair story, and this one is a chicken. She was born disabled. She had like a slip tendon in her leg, so the chicken wasn't able to walk. It kind of had a strut. And they built the chicken a tiny wheelchair named out of like made out of plastic pipes. I'm looking at wheeling around. The chicken wheels in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love a good turtle or chicken wheelchair. Yeah, me too. I love when people build it. I do too. I don't know why, but I'm also fascinated well, with it's that. just people getting creative and being like. And doing something they don't have problem to Problem solving. Yes. They get easily. That's so cool. And you can play with other chicken friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Lancaster, Kentucky. A 47-year-old man was upset his girlfriend was being arrested for possession of a controlled substance. He was like, officers, take me to jail too. They're like, sir, you've done nothing wrong. So he went out to the car and goes, look, stolen laptop. Take me to jail. I need to support my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So in a weird way... 
if he would have said, no, that's my controlled substance, take me instead of her. Ooh, that's better. That would have been the romantic notion. But going, take me as well. You're not even putting the same cell. Nothing is going, you're not taking anything off of her. But she won't be her. alone there. He'll be there. At least on the ride, like, they maybe, maybe they like, won't be alone. I don't know how they separate men and women at jail, but. They don't go in the same hole. Mm. Was he in recess? <laughs> lunchtime? Mm-mm. Workout? None of that. None of that. <laughs> it just is and I understand his his initial thought. He's trying. But it just makes no sense whatsoever. Okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. These are the 10 most recognizable logos in America. You'll probably nail all these. Are you ready? Ready. Number 10. Can you name this logo right here? Uh, Google? No. Oh. Google wow. Play? No. What is- can you name that one? You too. Yeah, good. Mm. At number 10, you didn't know. Amy. Okay, you'll okay. know this one. Number nine. Amazon. Yeah. Number eight. Adidas. Good. Nice. I'm surprised this was only number seven. Ready? Facebook. Yeah, the blue circle <laughs> with the F in it. Mm-hmm. You would think that'd be one, two, or three. Yeah. Number six. Google. Yeah, good. This is why you should watch the show sometimes. Right. Holding it up here. <laughs> Starbucks. Good, at five. And Eddie had picked Nike as number one. It's actually at number four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number three. Look at this one here. This is the logo for number three. Oh, that's Coke. Coca-Cola. That's Coca-Cola, right? Yeah. It's not written back in my sheet, so I'm just assuming that's yes. what it is. McDonald's. Good, number two. And the number one logo before I show it is... Uh, oh, of course. Apple. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Number one. Pepsi just missed the top 10. Disney at 13, Ford at 15, and Instagram at 17. And so those are the most recognizable logos in America. Do you have a favorite logo? I I mean, I love Adidas. Or one that makes you go, like, I love Apple. Yeah. So I like the Apple logo because I see it. I'm like, ah, it's my people. I love the three stripes on shoes, on pants, on jackets. Yeah. Adidas, so... The YouTube one was tough, though. That was for me. I thought, well, sometimes on my Google Play, kind of, I hit, I'm like, I hit play. <laughs> I even Netflix through my mind of hit play. It's just that triangle play. Uh, Mike yeah. in Florida, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. Mike, what's happening, bud? Hey. Wow. This is awesome. Um, <laughs> hey, everybody. Um, just want to say hello and, and how much you guys mean to my wife and I. We've been listening for... You know, eight, ten years, ever since we were in Virginia, and it's your show is fantastic, and you do a lot for everybody. And I wanted to say that, you know, everyone calls and says something about somebody, but I think Eddie is a very underrated uh, person and part of the show. I, I think he's he's just my guy. I, I like hearing Eddie all the time. Why do you think Eddie is underrated? Or let me ask you this. Why do you like Eddie? And not no disrespect to anybody else, but Eddie just you know he seems to know a lot about music, and you know it just is a, he's a calm guy. You know, I'm married with two kids now, and you know he's he's a guy that is you know everyone talks to about you know being married and you know having kids, and you know it's just he's just cool. I, I just like I like everything about him. We should do. Hey, Raymond, can you grab me some like slow piano music? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Make it real like emotional. Well, no, let's just do an introspective of Eddie for a second. Mm. Eddie is. A Hispanic fella. That's right. From South Texas. That's right. Seven miles north of Mexico. Born and raised. Musician. Mm-hmm. Singer. Yeah. Songwriter. How, how long you been married? Right. Uh, about to be 15 years. And what do you think is the strongest 
thing about? What's, what do you think is like your, your biggest, most strong, strongest trait, quality? Ooh. I don't know. You know, people say like, I'm kind of like the life of the party. Not in, in the sense of like, I bring like, yeah, let's party. But like, people always say just when you're around, it's like, it feels like there's a party going on. I will say that you are very pleasant to be around. Yeah. Like you're, you're. Positive and very happy. positive, very happy. Yeah. Yes, like I, a, mm-hmm. you like to have a good time. I do. I also Eddie and I. Eddie's one of my best friends, and that he, I'm very much type A, and he is very much in a good way type B, mm-hmm. and that's why I think we work together so well. Uh, you did te- television for a long time. I did. That's how we, you and I met. That's kind of like the whole producer. Like I was television producer for a long time. And on this show, you are basically the same thing. Visual too. audio producer. Yeah. Or no, no, uh, video producer. Right. Hmm. Anything else about Eddie we want to share? Oh, oh, yeah. This is the moment uh-huh. to shine and highlight. For our new <laughs> listeners, Eddie's our video producer. He's got two kids of his own. He's got oh two gosh. foster kids. Yeah. He's one half of the Raging Idiots. Yeah, he's funny. Oh, yeah. I think he's the quickest like the wittiest person here yeah behind you you're really oh witty. and he can do really great impressions oh true. yeah like he can nail that's true. it good like, one that's like, good like luke bryan yeah hey y'all yeah yeah and that was right off the cuff jake owen just like that what's up dude eric church uh hey, hey how you doing amy yeah. uh bill cosby okay <laughs> <laughs> <Pretty bump. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right this has been an introspective into eddie yes, all right, yes. Hey, yes. Uh, thank you uh mike in florida i appreciate that call you got it. Thank you. And, you know, he's bald like me, which I appreciate as well. So. Oh, and that's oh, right. Oh, he also relates to you he not having hair. He relates to you hair. not having a lot of hair. Oh, yeah, it's good. Thank yeah. you, man. What do you think about him bringing that up? I mean, that's it's part of life. Mm-hmm. We're cool with it, right? I mean, it's just yeah. what happens to the best Absolutely. of us. Okay. You know, people used to, I'm a, I'm a golfer, so people would come into a golf place and they'd be like, yo, sorry, you know, I don't want to bother you anymore. I'll get out of your hair. And I used to be like, hey, get out of my hair. What's that supposed to mean? Is that a bald joke? You know, and I make them feel bad about that, but I thought it was funny. Well, appreciate that, Mike. You allowed us to do an introspective into Eddie, which you've never done before. So uh, have a good morning. Tell your wife we say hello. All right. All right. Bye-bye. I knew we were going to come on today and do this bit about what you gave your son. And I didn't know what what it was. But now when I, because I was talking to Mike D this morning and she was like, did you know Amy gave her son a clapper? And I was like, a clapper? Is that one of those from like the 80s? Clap on. Clap off. The clapper. Yeah. So he really had one of these? Yeah, but then also Stashira thought it was cool, so then we ordered more. So then we have your so house have, is loaded with clappers. <laughs> yes, but it started with the gift from our friend. So wait, tell me how does this even work? So you plug it into an outlet. Yes, and so, then so hold on, hold on. So you plug something into the clapper, and then the clapper into the outlet. Is that right? The clapper itself isn't a plugs in it, so that way when you plug it into the outlet, you don't lose plugs. Mm. You then you plug the product into it that you want to turn on and off, whether it's a light. Or a sound machine, or a fan. What if you clap and multiple clappers hear it? Does multiple stuff go off? Well, I guess if you have clappers in multiple rooms, but you can set the clapper to two claps or three claps. Oh. So if you do two claps, then the two clap clapper will go off, and then if you set it to three, then the other one. But Stashira has one in her room, and Stevenson in his, and their rooms are kind of close. And Stevenson likes to run back and forth between the rooms and like clap. He just likes watching all the stuff go on and off. So okay. he claps, then he would run to Stashira's room. Clap, and then he likes to make her mad. She'll turn her fan on. Like she was going to bed the night before. This started the trouble. She's going to bed the night before. She clapped on her fan. She wanted to sleep with it. And he would go sneak up to her door and go, and then her fan would turn off. And he just thought it was the funniest thing. And she would be so mad. And she would clap it back on. So anyway, he got the clappers taken away till Saturday. So he gets them back tomorrow. We can see if he can be more responsible with them. But 
once they started affecting, like getting out the door on time, no more clappers. It sounds like a punishment from 1989. <laughs> <laughs> we took your clappers away. I know. I know. I remember seeing clappers on as seen on TV like years ago, but they're fun and you can get them on Amazon now and they, they just send them. And so we've been having fun with the clapper. But I worry, like when I was in third grade, my friend's house burned down because their lamp timer went off and that was something that was plugged in, that was plugged into the lamp and then a timer. And I know it's a little bit different, but I get worried having stuff, all this stuff plugged in and then plugged in and that if something's going to spark and then my house burns down because I have like excess clappers. Well, I mean, I worry about that with anything plugged in, regardless of the clapper, if yeah. anything that you've plugged in can mm-hmm. catch fire. Yeah. Anytime I've known someone whose house has caught fire, it's been mostly because of some sort of electrical short, more uh, so than someone dropping something on fire. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, that's that's the drama in our house right now. But, you know, if that's the drama... <laughs> I know, I'll take it. Life's good. Yeah, you're living pretty good. <laughs> right, I'll take it, I'll take it. But yeah, just, you know, something fun if you want to get that. And it was a cute gift idea, too. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Javier Solis is 16 years old. He's an uncle. He's walking with his three nieces to the store when they're in the crosswalk and a car runs the stop sign. And he's like, oh no, I got to save these girls' lives. And he shoves all three nieces out of the way and boom, he gets hit by the car. Dang. So what happened to him? I guess he's okay. Uh, He's in the hospital with skull fractures and some broken bones. Dang, a skull fracture. But he is alive. And the nieces are alive. All right, that's a good one. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hope that your buddy and mine. Mr. Bobby Bones. Let's go. Transmitting across America. This is the Bobby Bones Show. That's right. Now, here he is. Turn it up. Come on, Bobby. Let's go over to Amy and get her morning corny. Let's go. The morning corny. What are the strongest days of the week? What are the strongest days of the week? Saturday and Sunday. The rest are weekdays. <laughs> oh, <laughs> funny. <laughs> Boy, Eddie thinks that's the funniest thing he's ever heard. That's very weak. They're not strong. That was the morning corny. The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones. Yeah. So I have a list of celebrity first cars. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. A BMW Z4. Wow. Oh, wow. How do we get to normal people here? Uh, here we go. David Beckham. Okay. A Ford, a Ford Escort. My Brad, bad. Normal My person. Bad. Leo DiCaprio, a Ford Mustang. His first car was his first car was a 1969 Ford Mustang. Okay, that's a, like a wow. that's collector's really cool. item. Well, yeah, yeah, he went from Mustang. Oh, that's cool to a hard flex. 1969 Correct. Ford Mustang. <laughs> Ed Sheeran's was a Mini Cooper. Nice. So honey, now. The little car. <laughs> I went and looked at a lot of those. I was oh, going to buy one of them. Yeah. I was so pumped. I was like, I'm going to get me a Mini Cooper. I ended up not. They were big at one point. I loved them. I thought they were so cool. Uh, my first car was a 1991 Subaru I got for about 300 bucks. It cost me just as much to keep it up. What color? Red. Always red. Yeah. That car was awesome. It wasn't my best. My best was probably the Pontiac Sunfire I had that had 200,000 miles. That thing was a monster. Sunfire. Yeah. <laughs> but that Subaru was because I got to I put my weeder in the back seat when I was going in, in weed eating yards. Um, that was mine. A 91 Subaru. You? I was a 1985 Ford Bronco, like full size, red. As oh, well. that's, pretty, that's a pretty baller one, though. Yeah, I pulled it up. I still want to find it. That's what she looked like. That would be cool to drive now. Yes. Did you and ever take the top off of it? The top, I don't, well, I don't know. If it came off, I never took it oh, off. okay. But 
Yeah, no, but I miss it and I regret selling it and I I, I want to find it, but. That exact one or that model? Oh, I'd love to find the exact one. I mean, I, but who knows the condition it's in now? What is it again? A 1985 Ford Bronco Eddie Bauer. Is oh, dang. Oh, Eddie Bauer. Well, that, I don't know what that means. Like the seats were different. It Probably. literally means nothing. There was just like embroidered trees on the seat on the on the seats or something. I just remember they were like colorful trees, like stitched in. Lunchbox? I had a 1985 Mazda RX-7. No air conditioning, no power steering. Woo! Bought it for $1,200. After working at the grocery store for eight months, saving every paycheck. Wow. Morgan number two, first car? Um, it, it was my mom's Volvo XC90. So whatever she had, this Volvo like kind of mom soccer car. She passed it down to you? Yeah. Did you love it? I did, but she got in a car accident on my 16th birthday, so I didn't get it until like a year later because it had to be like fixed and everything. So it took me a while to get my first car. Raymundo, audio guy? Yeah, Grand Prix GT 1998. Had it murdered out on the windows, racing stripe white one on the front. <laughs> Your first car was all that? It's pretty dope. I had to share it with my brother. We we're twins. So split it in half. And how did you guys manage that, that sharing a car? He actually didn't get his driver's license, I don't think, until he was 21. So he just rode with me the whole time. <laughs> on the phone is Marissa in Pennsylvania. Hey, Marissa, how are you? Hey, morning, studio. Morning. morning. <laughs> I love that. Um, I had a question for all of you. I know you guys are super early, like morning birds. I have a hard time getting up for work in the morning, so I have no idea how I'll do it. Um, I just graduated in May in a full-time job, and... I have a pretty laid back job, so we can kind of like go in anytime just as long as we make our eight hours in. And uh, I just always go end up going in for nine, and I want to be there earlier. So I was seeing if you guys had any tips for me. Well, yeah, I can give you a tip as someone who's not a morning person. I do not like waking up in the morning. I'm a night owl. And since I've been 22, I've been doing mornings. And by the way, I never wake up in the morning and go, oh, what a beautiful morning. <laughs> Every morning I wake up, it's like this. Oh. Are you kidding me? Roll out of bed, and then I have my little routine that I go through. My routine is a bit of what gets me into the right place in the morning, so I would build a routine. But I also, if you're not a morning person, you will never be a morning person. That doesn't mean you can't be a functioning morning person. What I've gotten better at is being a better performer while not feeling good. I'm being honest with you. I'm not even awake right now. I'm doing the show right now. I'm not even awake yet. <laughs> Give me another hour. I'll be good. But for me, just in general, not just morning, even sick or tired, you know, you can actually get better while feeling your worst, which elevates you when you're feeling your best. So as long as you realize that you're never going to feel that great, you just get up, you build your routine, you go through it. That's what I have. And not put the pressure on yourself to become a morning person just to become a morning performer. There's a difference. Amy's definitely a more of a morning person than I am, but not, I wouldn't say you're a, if I'm a two- out of 10. But our morning is so early. Like I could be a morning person if I woke up at like 6.30 or 7 in the morning. Sure. I'd be like, it's a beautiful morning. But our morning is different where I have to have, yeah, I quit pressing snooze a long time ago or maybe like a year and a half, two years ago. And that helped me tremendously. If you're not a morning person, like you don't make it worse by pressing snooze. But that's hard because you want to get that extra rest. I know, but it's the not worth it. The key is to get up and get yes. into your routine, even Pop if up. it hurts. Yes. I would say if I'm a two, you're a five. Sure. 
I would say oddly, Eddie's a morning person. Oddly. But I'm not. I'm like you. When we have days off, like if we have a week off, I'm waking up at... A uh, week off's tough. 10 p.m. Oh, 10 a.m. Oh, I'm not. Like, I, can, I cannot handle that feeling. Sleeping I will sleep till, till noon. What? Oh, that yeah, drives me crazy. So Give I guess me three I... days on vacation, I will sleep till <laughs> noon. And then I'll be miserable for two weeks after that. Yeah. Right. But, okay, here's my advice. My final advice, Marissa. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. It's never going to feel great. You'll never be a morning person ever, but that doesn't mean you can't be a morning performer. Mm. Get up and get started. Build your routine. And for me, it's I wake up, I do my nasal spray. I walk right to the kitchen. I wake up, turn my TV on. I watch all the news, but I go right to the kitchen, do my nasal spray. I do my first thing of five Metamucil. Go, go, go. I do, what, what? I'm just sharing my life. I know. I do, I take a couple other supplements. I do all this. Um, I grab my thing out of the fridge and I walk back to my bedroom. By that point, step one is over. Then I get my computer up. And by the time I'm step five, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. Build your routine. Get your butt to work. You'll be so happy when your day ends earlier because you started earlier. There you go. Not the best answer, but... Practical. Very. Um, well, they, thank you. Very I pragmatic. appreciate it. Yeah. Good luck with your dog. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if she thank has a dog. <laughs> Just... I do. All right, there you go. There you go. All right, hey, thank you. Have a a good morning, okay? All right, thank you. You as well. Bobby Bone. Coming from the Bass Pro Shops and Cabela Studio on Music Row, it's the Bobby Bone Show. Five unwritten rules you should be following every single day, but you aren't. I've read over these. I'll go over them with you, Amy. You haven't heard them yet. Can I get a drum roll, Raymundo? Uh, Number five. RSVP, even if you can't make the party, reply no, because that way they don't account for you. Yeah. Do you do that? Yes. Oh, good for you. I don't. You just ignore it. Or you RSVP if you're going, but that's I it. I for sure RSVP if I'm going. And a lot of times I don't know, so I just kind of leave it, but I should be better at that. I'm, I don't do that. Okay. Sometimes there's a maybe button. Yeah. Okay. I should be more deliberate mm-hmm. in saying I'm not coming if I'm not. Point one check in the bad category for uh. me, but I'm going to get better. Life's about learning. Yes. I just learned something. I should do that. Okay, number four. If you borrow something, don't let someone else borrow it from you. Yeah, no. That, I, I know that rule. You? I don't borrow things. No. I'm afraid. I don't ever want to have something and not be able to give it back. And sometimes accidents happen, so I don't, try not to borrow it. You things. lend things out, though. All the time. And, so, and then never expect to get it back. Oh. Okay. Because that's, that's just how it be sometimes. Sweet. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, like you know what Eddie does all the time? What? And it what? doesn't matter what I wear. If he likes it, he'll go like, Are you, you going to wear that again? <laughs> Even if he knows I'm going to wear it a bunch of times. Because he Eddie is now the guy that gets a lot yeah, of Yeah, you've started giving him your clothes. Hand-me-downs. Yeah. But so it's to the point, the ridiculous stuff where he knows I'm not going to give it away. But it's like... Hey, how much do you like that shirt? <laughs> but Bobby, sometimes you do a thing where you give something to someone and you think you let them borrow it, but you gave it. I don't think that's true. Mm, that happened with my George Strait shirt. Every no, time I, I didn't wear give it, it to you. Yes, you did. It happened one time, Uh-oh. not sometime. And he's like, <laughs> you, you're often known for this. No, I do it. One time I let you borrow my George Strait shirt. But what do you what do you do when you borrow, lend things out to people? I don't you just exp- don't expect to get right. it back because you gave it to me. Okay. Uh, Number three, only suggest to split the check evenly, even if you ordered way lesser expensive stuff on the menu. Meaning if you and I go to dinner, and let's say I order four steaks and you have one piece of lettuce. Yeah. And we're splitting the check. You still split the check down the middle. That's the rule? That's the rule. Oh, okay. I would say I abide by that. As a matter of fact, I try to go, let me get it. The whole thing. Yeah. 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 That way it just... Eliminates the awkwardness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number two. 
Do not swipe left or right if show, someone shows you a photo on their phone. I mean, don't go through the roll. Yeah. Oh, I'll do that like crazy. If it's <laughs> if it's a close friend, I'll do that like crazy. If it's somebody I don't know, I don't really grab people's phones and look at stuff anyway. I'll have them show me with because I don't want to drop their phone. It's like sometimes listeners say, hey, can we get a picture? Let's do a selfie and they'll hand me their phone. And I'd be like, no, 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 you take. Not because I don't want to touch their, one, I don't want to touch their phone. But two, I don't want to drop their phone. Because then I'm responsible for paying for the thing if I break it. Yeah. I had to teach Stevenson this one the hard way. What? Oh, he had someone's phone and he swiped and he saw stuff. <gasps> Whose phone? And what did he see? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Was it a girl? I don't want to say who. There's a guy. What? I don't want to talk I'm going to tell you, I don't have so, a single picture of my ding dong. No, so, you shouldn't. Let's just yeah. say yeah. Yeah. that then I, he, Stevenson started dying laughing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> he laughed? Yes. I mean, if you're nine, <laughs> would, of course you I'd laugh. be terrified. That I would laugh I too. I, think, I would probably laugh and, then go, and think the phone was hot. Like, ah, get it out of my hands. So I go over and then I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm like, ah. Oh my gosh, and then I'm like, my eyes, my eyes. I will never unsee that. And now I'm picturing it now. The guy? Wow, was it Steve Mokler? No. <laughs> I think of all our guy friends. No. Steve Mokler? No. Eric Pasley? Was it, <laughs> was it Walker Hayes? No. <laughs> okay. No, but I mean, we no. had to have a long talk with him now. You don't go through people's phones. <laughs> will you tell me off the air? Yeah. Okay. Um, so don't do that. Don't swipe left or right. And then finally, don't one-up someone when they finish telling you a story by telling one of your own. Yeah. But what if your story is really good? <laughs> Agree. Sometimes I'll, if I have a good story, I'll bite my tongue and not say it. Just save it. Yeah. Or bring it up way later. Hey, you know when you were talking about so-and-so earlier? That, that's a thing, too. Hey, you know, yeah. Check this out. <laughs> <laughs> you think that was good. <laughs> Oh, I yeah. can't wait to know. I uh, know. Okay, yeah. Is he famous? No. <laughs> oh, boy. Was it Aldine? <laughs> <laughs> Was it Jason Aldine's PP? Tell the truth. <laughs> <laughs> He's not saying anything. I can't even look at you right now. Uh, okay. mm. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. After hearing some screams coming from a river, a police officer named Christopher Pritchard shined a flashlight into the Oswego River and yelled to the other officers, there's someone in the water. Like, all he did was hear screams. So there was a young woman fighting to stay alive. Officers threw a floating ring to the woman, yelled for her to grab it, but she didn't respond. So the officer, at night, said, I got to go in. Took off his belt, which is, by the way, if he jumps in with that belt, may sink him. Mm Mm-hmm. Takes off his boots, his bulletproof vest, and then he climbed over the railing and jumped in the dark, the cold, and grabbed the woman. Wow. Is that crazy? Yeah. Her whole body was starting to go under when uh, he jumped in, she said. So he grabbed her. She was 20 years old and pulled her back to the surface, raised her hands above her head, and that was it. There was no dock, but the officers flipped a grate down to the river and then climbed on it and pulled her out. The river was 42 degrees. Oh, my goodness. Crazy. And and he never really saw her until he got close down there. So let me shout out to him. And I want to say his name right here. Officer Daniel Ballone. So let us shout out to you. That's what it's all about right there. That's Tell Me Something Good. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bones. Come on. There's a tweet that said, what's a story about you that sounds fake but is actually true? 
And so Mike D has made a list of my top five things that people think might be fake but are actually true. All right. You come up with this yourself. I, yep. At number five. Have never smoked a cigarette, had a drink of alcohol, or said I love you to someone you've been in a relationship with. <laughs> it's pretty unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds fake for sure. I guess that's such an integral part of my life. I don't feel like it's fake, but okay. If I met somebody my age who had never smoked a cigarette or drank alcohol or... Man, I need to really get out there, huh? <laughs> Dang, hearing that out loud kind of stinks. Number four. You once rode in an elevator with Prince. I did, randomly. At He was playing, there was a secret show in Austin, and I get in the elevator, and Prince is in the, and, and the guy's like, what? Don't look at Prince. Like, don't bother Prince. And I was like, I'm not, I wasn't. He was so small, too. That's, that's right. Legit. It was only, we only went on one floor, though. I wish oh, it was like 30 floors. So yeah, <laughs> there's only one floor, because the place was small. But I you didn't did. look at him at all? I did, okay. but I didn't stare at him. Wow. But I did walk in. I was like, oh, wow. Um, okay, number three. These are the things people would not believe about me. Go ahead. You went into Dancing with the Sarge with zero dance experience, had the lowest odds to win, and were crowned the champion. I think in a couple years, that story will be more unbelievable than it is now because it's only a year out. And we all saw it. We all were a big part of that. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes I have that mirror ball in my house. It's not in the living room, but if you walk to my bedroom, it's right on the edge of the hallway. And I have it on a little pedestal. And every once in a while, I'm still kind of in shock that one, I was even allowed on that show. And the two, that I won. Mm -hmm. Like, I won a reality show. That is still crazy (laughs) to me. And I won a reality show, not like Survivor, which I think I'd probably be good at, but a dance show when I never danced. Crazy. Number two, Mike D, things that are true but sound fake about me. You once owned the trademark for the slogan, Make America Great Again, and got Donald Trump to write a check to St. Jude to have it back. I've actually been there when I've I've heard you tell people that, and they're like, no, no way. They do not believe you. It's not the best story. It's a real painful point. I mean, I'm not being being funny here. It was not a good experience. Um, But I did own Make America Great Again. Did you see it and then get the trademark? How did that happen? No one had it. And it was just available? Yeah. <laughs> it was not a good experience. Man. And all I was wanting was a check for charity. It was not a good experience. But yes, that is a story that I will write about in a book at some point. Yeah. But I have never told outwardly publicly. Not a good story. But yes, unbelievable. And the number one story about me, my idea that sounds fake, that is actually true. Go ahead. You once got fined $1 million by the FCC. There it is. Dun, dun! Hey, that was a good one. For sure thought I was getting fired. <laughs> this is, how long ago was that? Three years ago? Uh, more than oh, that. Yeah. Four years ago? Probably, Maybe. Yeah. Whenever oh, I did write about that in my first book, I was like, well, don't want to say too many other things. Still could get fined, so Google it. Yeah, I got fined a million dollars by the FCC. That was a tough one for all of us. I remember having to be deposed by lawyers. Oh, it was tough. I was just so embarrassed that I let people down that had taken a chance on the show and me. Mm-hmm. Here we are, though. We're still yeah, here. Yeah. We're still here. Amy, what's the one thing about you that's true but sounds fake? I share a relative with George Strait. Oh, yeah, that's right. But, but it's. Uh, uncle. Well, my uncle was manager of his ranch, but. Like, George's middle name is Harvey. He's George Harvey Strait. And my dad is Harvey Clifton Moffitt. And that whoever that Harvey is, they were both named after the same Harvey in South Texas. He was a judge. And, like, I'm related to him, and then George is related to him. But it's not, like, legit enough to where I would ever feel comfortable, like, bringing it up. Like George. I don't. <laughs> no, it's not. Like, you I do don't. You 23andMe, and you like, you and George straight. <laughs> Maybe. Wow. But it just doesn't seem real when I really think about it. But, I mean, that's how some of my family, like, 
knows him. Lunchbox, so. the uh, thing about you that is real, but people think it's fake. Oh, when I was 17 years old, uh, me and a few friends, we made up a story and we went on the Jerry Springer show because it was the biggest show on TV and we had dreams and aspirations to make it on that stage and we went on there and we were a hit. Holy crap, he did. He looked like a 12-year-old That's too. crazy. Yeah. Morgan number two, what about you? Morgan number two is our, our head of digital, 26 years old. What about you is real, but people think would be fake? Um, I swam with penguins and they tried to eat my bathing suit. Where did you swim with penguins? I entered like a raffle for this animal charity and I won it. So I got an experience to swim with African penguins. And Where was this? It was back in Wichita. It's at like a um, zoo that's there. <laughs> and uh, yeah. They, they, they attacked you? Yeah. they. I had like this bathing suit on because they didn't really tell you what to wear. And so I had these little beads on the bathing suit and they just kept coming at me. And those, those little suckers beaks hurt so bad. Punch them. No, oh. I just like, I was she so kills scared. Kills <laughs> Raymundo, last one. Raymundo is in our glass room. He looks like Joey from Friends, kind of like Mark Ruffalo meets Joey from Friends. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, when I was younger, I fell out of a shopping cart and bit off my tongue. So for a couple days, I didn't have a tongue. And, they, <laughs> and it grew back? No, they sewed it back on. Oh. You can see the mark if you ever want to. I'll take a look at that. Someday. Wait, you bit off your tongue. Uh, yeah. And they saved it? Yeah, and a couple days later. They put it on Why'd ice? they wait so long? <laughs> it was a very small town. It's not like a hospital was there. We had to go towns over. What did you do with the tongue on, in, in the meantime? Ice, in the pocket. Yeah, my mom held on to it, and they were able to put it back on. And so for a couple days, you just didn't have a tongue? I believe it was just over 24 hours, but two days, yes. How old were you? Uh, in a shopping cart, so I'm guessing six, seven. The that's a little old for a shopping cart. A little old, okay. But so, did you bite the tip of it off? Like, at what part of your tongue did it? It was a whole thing. So it's in the very back of my tongue. So it was my entire wow. tongue, honestly. Is there any pictures of this? Uh, my mom had a coat that was covered in blood. I think she took a picture of that because hmm. it was at the hospital and stuff. But I thought the hospital was like a day this or two one may, later. This one may still be fake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Raymundo. Thank you for yeah, your story. Yeah. <sighs> That's fun. Bobby Bone. Coming from the Bass Pro Shops and Cabela Studio on Music Row, it's the Bobby Bone Show. We'll play a game now called Name That TV Game Show Theme. Oh, wow. Okay, so these are all really easy TV game show themes. You guys can write your answers down. If you miss one, you're out. Um, here's an example, obviously. That would be Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Okay. Amy, good? Yep. Okay. All right, here we go. I'll play you a theme to a famous TV game show. Just name the show. Number one. I'm in for the win. Amy? Family Feud. Nice. Family Feud. Eddie? Family Feud. Nice. Right. Number two, name this easy TV game show theme. I'm in for the win. And I'm in. Amy. Price is right. There you go. Man, I've been dreaming about being on that show since I was a kid. Price is right. Eddie? That's the price is right. Next up, number three. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in for the win. Amy? Survivor. Lunchbox? Survivor. Eddie? I have Survivor. Good. 
Next up. I'm in. I'm in for the win. In. Amy. American Idol. Lunch. American Idol. Eddie. American Idol. <laughs> All right, let's try the next one. Okay. I don't think I have it, but I'm in. I don't think I have it. I'm in for the win. Okay, we're going to let me know you have it. So we're going to go to Lunchbox first. Go ahead. Hollywood Squares. Eliminated. <laughs> Eddie. Bachelor in Paradise. Oh my gosh, you guys. That's a little it. bit I'm insulted. That's I, am right. too, I am too, a Amy? little bit. It's Dancing with the Stars. Oh my goodness. Oh. Y'all must have watched a lot when Bobby was on. I did. I Instagrammed everything. <laughs> Eddie's, Eddie would Instagram the whole show. No, I would only watch when Bobby danced. He would go to the top of his story, and it would be like all these little white dots. Dang, how did I not get you that? You said in the crowd. I know, yeah. man. How many episodes? Well, you don't, when you're in the crowd, you don't hear that, really. They'll know every break to him and watch on the trumpet playing that song. <laughs> yeah, oh. <stop> it. <laughs> oh, I missed that. How many episodes did you go to? One. Yeah. But I watched them all. Okay. I don't understand. Yeah, I just saw them dance. I didn't know they played that. Play it again. Let me hear it. Amy, you are the winner. Yep. Congratulations. Thank you. You want your song? Uh, of course. Man. Uh, play the next one. See if Amy knows this one. Tough one. I don't know that I would get this either. You know that? Take a guess. Um, who wants to be a millionaire? The voice. Oh, I would not. I've done really. I'm more of an American Idol guy. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So are we. AI all the way. Yeah. American Idol all the way. Yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, Amy, congratulations. You're the winner. Thank you. How do you feel? I feel great. I feel cool. like I know my TV game show songs. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. I love a good animal wheelchair story, and this one is a chicken. She was born disabled. She had like a slip tendon in her leg, so the chicken wasn't able to walk. It kind of had a strut. And they built the chicken a tiny wheelchair named out of like made out of plastic pipes. I'm looking at wheeling around. And the chicken wheels in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love a good turtle or chicken wheelchair. Yeah, me too. I love when people build it. I do too. I don't know why, but I'm also fascinated well, with it. Well, it's that. just people getting creative and being like And doing something they don't have to do. Problem solving. Yes. They could easily That's so cool. And you can play with a chicken friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone, come on. It's so hard to say goodbye to another week. How about that? Is that good or no? It's pretty good. Thank you. Uh, Mom hit a lottery $78,000 jackpot because she forgot how old her kid was. Huh. You okay. know how you pick on years and dates <laughs> and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She won $78,000. Because she forgot how old one of her kids was and played the wrong number. Oh, oh wow. Congrats. One of her kids recently turned 20, but she forgot. She used 19 as one of her numbers, and that's what hit $78,000. Wow. Congratulations to her. Thank you. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday. Get your, get your Bobby Bones on.